voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 228. And this is May the 5th. 628, right? 628. Oh, 628. My goodness, that time gets away. 628 on 505. Happy Cinco de Mayo to those Cinco de Mayo. Listen to that. But, you know, I, I get confused on these numbers because sports lines lounge has so we're, many we're headed for 200 yeah so it's yeah little, that and yeah. coffee club you know i have no idea how many the coffee it's, club actually goes without number for the right go goes without numbers it yeah. means when it's we start the show without numbers. we don't know <laughs> but we do know that jeff knows and he's going to tell us exactly what's coming up all right, thank you very much, Bill. And by the way, May Fourth is there's a pun about that. May the Fourth be with you, or May the Force yes. be with you. That's from Star Wars, but you don't care about that. You really want to know what's happening on All Things Radio Live this week. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call it and format changes. This week's feature station celebrates the 100th anniversary of the birth of a radio station, WBAP in Dallas, Texas. We have an interview of. The late Conway Twitty is our, our background feature on him, I should say, done by Bill Mack from 1993. We'll he's the late Bill with, Mack, too. And he's also the late Bill Mack. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind, guys? We'll follow it up <laughs> and, and with an air check of WFLA in Florida, Miami, Florida, to be exact, with Paul Dixon on April 1st, 1973. And then we're going to finally close things out with a feature that is interesting because when W. SUN-FM 97.1 was sold to Spanish Broadcasting Systems. Cox Media still wanted to keep the radio station format alive, so they had to be creative, and so they put it on a translator, two HD sub-channels, and apps from iHeartMedia and Odyssey, and they're really promoting it more as a streaming radio station than, uh, than itself as a radio station, but it's Alternative Rock 97X. So all in all, I think we have a very busy program this week. Over to you, Bill. All right. Thank you very much for setting up the show. And when we get to WBAP, I will tell you why I chose this particular segment and what the logic was behind it. It sounded pretty good to me at the time. (laughs) At the time it did, anyway. Let's see what's going on in Indianapolis real quick. Bernie? Do you have anything for us this week? We haven't had for the past three, but there's always hope. But um, are you still there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what, what is the actual question? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> oh you got me. I, I couldn't. 
Oh, what's happening what's in going Indianapolis? What's happening in Indianapolis? That's really yeah. what we're trying to ask you. Anything oh. new? Yeah, I think he gave, us a, he, he gave us his answer, Chris. He gave us his answer. Yes, guess so. Yes. Take care of that. Nothing new. Nothing new. Okay. In Nothing. Fact, I think Bill R. Too. Bill already knew the answer. I, did. I knew the answer, of course. Yes. <laughs> it's called <laughs> silence. But never mind that. I, I resurrected one of my old radios, and I decided I would swing up and down the radio dial. Not one thing had changed. I mean, seriously, no. I, I thought, well... Not even the high school stations. I mean, nothing. Zero. Nada. Not even the personalities hardly changed. So... There are none. I don't think I have a personality. Well, what are you... What are those? I've heard of those. Yeah, I, I've heard yeah. about those, but... No. Some of the sweepers have changed. Thank God for that. Now, one question before we get started, Bernie. Is this starting to go into your busy time of year? Do you still do um, personal appearances like weddings and graduation parties? I, I don't. No? no I don't. I, I actually I sold all my uh, gig equipment, in fact, just last weekend. Oh, wow. did you? So, yeah. in other words, when you but say I, you're, I still, you're, you're you said when you're truly you're, you're retired, you're retired. Well, I just you know I wasn't getting a lot of business anymore, and so I just thought, okay, there's only one thing I need. I need uh, a CD mix too. I really like those, and I can't seem to find them anywhere. But uh, I sold my amp, my speakers, my speaker stands, my my rock and roller cart that I carried stuff around on. Uh, I just you know I just didn't really. I didn't think I wanted to do it anymore, and uh, there was a time when I could I could not imagine doing that at all. Mm. I could not imagine unloading that equipment because I loved it. And Bill knows because uh, I did it. lots of gigs around here. You did lots of, and how many would you say you averaged a year? Probably, I mean, twenty at thirty peak? at your peak. Oh, I, I probably oh I did over forty. There was one year I did fifty four. So wow, uh, you know it it was it was driving my wife crazy after a while, and she finally said, "Okay, I can't do this anymore. If you want to do it, you got to get a, an assistant." So I did. Yeah, because as you get older, you're carrying that stuff around. Yeah. Gotta be, you know. Oh, I, I didn't. No, I didn't mind carrying it around. It's just yeah. the, the driver. But I mean, if she was helping you with that, or well, but then she was probably doing transportation too. So you know. Yeah, yeah, and she also had her own business. And she worked seven days a week, which is what I was doing at the time. So yeah, you know. So I understood it, but I just didn't want to quit doing it. Now I'm I'm fine not doing it. If I, is there so much call for DJing great, as as they used to be? Because people could put playlists together on their phones and all that. It, you know what? A lot of it, it still ha- it still happens a lot. Um, but yeah, there are people who do the you know put, put weddings playlist thing together and all that. But there's nothing like having somebody actually. Oh yeah, in no, the I place agree. Doing it, you know. I agree. I've, I've right, somebody to go up and I, talk to and do their crest. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just finally got to a point where I said, okay, you know what? I had so much fun doing this, and I did, and I had a, I had a blast doing it. But I I was just kind of done. Yeah, like I can understand that, Bernie. I really yeah, can. Yeah, no, I I, but I I think what also I was trying to tell you was, 
I've got one piece of equipment that folds up and you got your speakers, you got this, you got that. You, how that stuff is condensed down over the years. You, oh, I bet. You yeah. know, with the, yeah. you know, the, the, you know, the speaker stands and all that stuff. And put a lot of money into that stuff but, over uh, there. I haven't, I haven't purchased new amp and speakers for several years, so my stuff was still very heavy. And, and Chris was kind of right. The last gig I did, uh, when I was loading the car, I thought, I, I got to be done doing this. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. it's, too, it's too heavy. Did you get yeah. a decent price for this stuff, or was it kind of like you just got rid of it? I I wanted more than I got. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it was okay. You know? Okay. So. It's, out of, it's out of my garage now. So, <laughs> there you go. So now you can buy a second car. room. Now, now you can more stuff in your car. Uh, now you can go yeah, out and buy right. some go out and buy some new equipment. But I guess now we better buy the best internet news, radio news that you can get. And it's right here with Jeff. Well, oh, oh, that, yeah. He's brainwashed <laughs> me. It's kind of like those books he writes on marriage, you know. Yeah, uh, he well, does. He, yeah, he. So, but his radio news is much better than his marital advice because <laughs> we follow it, and that's why we're where we're at right now. So, all right, Jeff, we're going to play your award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A Boston radio morning host retires while another morning host takes medical leave. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen March Personal People Media Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting with news from Boston, Massachusetts and Seattle, Washington. In Boston, Massachusetts, the radio message boards were abuzz because Matt Siegel and Lisa Donovan had been missing in action from their morning show for the last few weeks. In a pre-recorded announcement on his morning show at radio station W. XKSFM in Boston, Massachusetts. Matty Siegel told his audience that he is retiring from the show at the age of 72. Matty Siegel came to the radio station in 1981 when WXKSFM became a top 40 radio station. In all of the years that he was on the air at radio station WXKSFM, Matty in the morning was consistently number one or close to number one in the morning ratings. Why retire from WXKS? Well, according to Matt Siegel, he said that at the age of 72 and at the urging of his wife and his children, he decided to retire. He had been having some health problems over the years, and he said that this was the right time to retire. But what about Lisa Donovan, who was also missing in action? iHeartMedia has not made any comments concerning Lisa Donovan. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's move our microphones to Seattle, Washington, where Danny Bonaducci has been hosting mornings at radio station KZOK-FM since 2011. In the case of Danny Bonaducci, he's not retiring from the radio station. He's taking medical leave from the radio show, and he says he'll be back to the radio show as soon as possible. Danny Bonaducci, after leaving the Partridge Family TV show, got into radio and worked at a number of radio Radio stations. He worked in Detroit, Michigan, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Los Angeles, California, and New York City. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. In Memphis, Tennessee, listeners of radio station WDIA were shocked to hear of the death of their longtime morning host, Bobby O.J. Bobby O.J. had been with the radio station since 1983, and he was well-loved in the community. Bobby O.J. passed away while working at the radio station. He was 68 years old. In other news, what's in a name? Well, if you live in Baltimore, Maryland, you're noticing the change to the name of a Christian 
Christian radio station from Shine FM to Bright FM. The radio station is WRBS-FM. The reason for the name change is that they lost the license for the use of Shine FM from a Christian radio station in Illinois. The radio station in Illinois said that because of the popularity of Shine FM, they wanted exclusive use of the Shine FM name. Now let's move to New York City, where WXBK-FM has added two new radio shows, hosted by Mr. C and DJ Scratch. Mr. C will host a mix of classic hip-hop from noon to one, while Mr. Scratch will host a mix of music from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. on The Shelley Wade Show. Now let's move to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where FRZY rap artists will host a radio show from 7 p.m. till 8 p.m. on radio station WBZZ-FM, which is owned and operated by Odyssey. Now let's move to Kansas City, Missouri, where Keebles has hired Carrie Carollup as a new program director for radio station KCFX-FM. KCFX-FM programs a classic rock format. Carrie Carollup comes to this radio group after working for iHeartMedia in Seattle, Washington, and Los Angeles, California. In other news, Neil Sharp returns as program director at radio station WLNK-FM in Charlotte, North Carolina. Neil Sharp originally worked at radio station WLNK-FM from 2000 to 2010. Neil Sharp comes to this radio station after working for Saga Communications in Asheville, North Carolina. What's in a name change? Well, if you live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, you'll notice changes to the radio landscape at radio station WOGL-FM, owned and operated by Odyssey. The station transmits on a frequency of 98.1, and the station is now rebranded as Big 98.1, playing music of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Currently, the station ranks sixth in the Arbitron ratings, and we'll let you know how the station does in future All Things Radio live broadcasts. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen March Personal People Meter ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KLTH-FM, with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KOPB-FM, with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon, is KKCW-FM, with an adult contemporary format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one ranked radio station is WKQC-FM, with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WLKO-FM, with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina, is WPEG-FM, with an urban adult contemporary format. Now let's check out San Antonio, Texas where the number one ranked radio station is KONO-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KQXT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Antonio, Texas is WOAI-FM with a news talk format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, the number one ranked radio station is KNRS-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KODJ-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KSL-AM with a news talk format. In Sacramento, California, the number one ranked radio station is KSCG-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KYMX-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Sacramento, California is KFBK-AM with a news talk format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one ranked radio station is KKLZ-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KSNE-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KXPT-FM with an alternative rock format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WWSW-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRK-FM with an adult its format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one ranked radio station is WMG. 
WGFFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WXGLFM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Orlando, Florida is WMMOFM with a classic its format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WLWAM with a news talk and information format. The number two ranked radio station is WGRRFM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio is WKRQFM with a hot and local temporary format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KCFXFM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KCMOFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KMBZFM with a news talk format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WZAKFM with an urban and local temporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WNCXFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WMJIFM with a classic its format. In Columbus, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WTVNAM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WBNSFM with an all sports format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WOSUFM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Indianapolis, Indiana, the number one ranked radio station is WJJKFM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WIBCFM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Indianapolis, Indiana is WYXBFM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, in Austin, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KBPA-FM with an adult hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KUT-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Austin, Texas is KUTX-FM with an alternative rock format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one, and it continues to dominate, is indeed the employment recruiting firm. Number two is GetUpside, followed by Progressive Insurance, Home Depot, and Straight Talk. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, no problem. You know, that was a strong field of morning radio that he he was leading or right up to the top, Matty Siegel. You had Dave Maynard on WBZ in the 80s, Dave Maynard on WBZ, Jess Kane on WHDH, Lorne and Wally over on what was NWVBF 105.7, uh, Charles Lacadera on BCN, Joe and Andy on, on uh, ROR, which was 98.5 at the time. I mean, they were... Everybody had loyal listeners, and, you know, people really, and it was all local, of course, at that time. It was a really strong field of people that he was dealing what with. What I didn't also know about Matty Siegel, because I did a little research on him, Chris, is that before he was at KISS FM, he also worked at WBCN in Boston, Massachusetts, which was one of the heritage album rock stations out there yeah. at the time. So I did not know that about him. Now, maybe you know where he worked before WBCN, but that's where he started in Boston. Then he went to KISS, and I guess, you know, you, it's, it's, you got to say something about about a guy who gets to the Kiss FM. It's 1981, and he retires in 2022. That's not a bad run for a radio announcer these days. No. You don't see that very often. No, long. it's a great run. And yeah. I I actually got to say a quick hello to him. Uh, had this we, we had a country station on 107.7, and we still do, WGNA FM in Albany, New York. But they were off the air because of transmitter problems. And it was a band opening. It was a nice hot summer day, you know, and it's in the morning <laughs> yes. and it's, it cools down. You know, and, and the 
You have a temperature inversion, and WXKS, that's on 107.9, was coming in like a local. I mean, that's how strong they were. And, of course, I used to tell my college roommate about WXKS. He says, yes, and I, I, I know you remember this because we would travel through Massachusetts when we traveled to visit his family and stuff, and it used to be beautiful music. It was owned and operated by Arnie Ginsberg and uh, uh, Bob, uh, what's his name, Gar- John Garabedian, and it was WWEL-FM at one yep. point. That's so, right. And, and course, the thing is, all those shows that, that I mentioned were all on for a good 10 or 15 years on their stations. They all did very well for a long time. Yes. I find it interesting, though, on the ratings in Austin, number two and number three, both non-commercial, the same company, of course, KUT and KUTX, because yeah, KUTX is actually more, they're more of a triple-A, like an adult alternative, but they're owned by they, KUT. And the only reason I said alternative, Sean, is because that's what they're telling Nielsen, that is, is the yeah. format. So, yeah. So when I get they the... They got a uh, jazz show. They, uh, they may be the highest-rated... Um, non-com music station in the country as Bernie has well, mainly uh, pointed out Gary one of the things that we that you learn with uh, Nielsen and well any of the companies is, is where are they where are the meters, where, where yeah, are the meters, meters. located yep. and, yeah, yeah, and right now the meters do. go ahead go ahead Sean they do have a lot of listeners though because I've heard them because especially like their jazz show and on Saturday nights they got a fifties show, and they got—I mean—they well, they got, got an R and B show, a uh, jam and oldie show on Friday afternoon. Oh, that's great! The guy—he—that's a he's great in there, show. Yo, it's awesome. And then he then you go from that into programming is paid for by it's like we're the NPR type <laughs> saying what's being underwritten, but it goes into yo 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 what's up? It's uh, <laughs> and then back into the <laughs> the mellow NPR programming <laughs> or the uh, promos. <laughs> but the, they're they, you hear them around a lot. Uh, yeah, I know a lot do. of people who listen to them. Oh, yeah. Funny thing is, at least here in Albany, at New York, uh, the public broadcasting station, you've got WAMC, which is uh, mainly news and talk and some music programming, and, and you've got WMHT, which is all classical. And I, I know a, a buddy, Joe Sorensen, out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico, would love that because they're all classical all the time. They don't do any long-form news programming from, from uh, NPR. That's all, except for command. They have some programs from... from uh, NPR uh, or public broadcasting like command performance and some of that stuff, but yeah, they, yeah but, but the yeah, people in the, in the the people locally in Albany were re- kind of upset if many years ago because what happened was they 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 got rid of the union that had controlled all their radio announcers and they have only one local live show during the daytime in the morning, and the rest of it's produced by uh, I guess it's uh, national public not public radio but it's the one out of Minnesota. That's uh, yeah, class. PR, uh, APR, or APR, APR, American, or whatever. American Public Media. So they have their classical music programming from from that particular source. And that's, a, that's not unusual these days. So yeah. the fact, no. the fact yeah, that it still stays classical here, here is cool. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, our classical station here is not owned by the NPR. They've always been a separate. And, I mean, they, they do well, but I don't know if they're they're subscribed to Nielsen or not. I don't no, they do. Actually, they read pretty – last time I saw their book, they, they must have just recently started subscribing. So I hadn't seen them up until the last time. By the way, National books, Public but, Radio doesn't own any radio stations. They The purpose no, they of NPR well, is, is to distribute radio programs. They do no, not what own I mean, any they're radio not a, they're, not, they're not owned by our NPR station. They're a separate group that owns our classical station here is what I meant. Oh, okay. But anyway, right. let's see those call letters. Hey, I'm sure. No. <laughs> Any- 
Well, that's all I could say about that. I mean, it's 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 interesting okay. to see the way radio is going, but that's that's interesting because I you're right, no, Sean. I haven't I haven't seen radio stations. I haven't seen radio stations where in the in the market like that. You you where you see two non-commercial stations, number two and number three. I mean, we we owned know that, that all by this group by, by the same group, but it does happen. I mean, it happens more than yeah. you know. So. Um, and of course, I only do the ones that that are personal people meter ratings. I mean, that's because if I did every market, it would be hard to do. And of course, the, these personal PPM stations are rated monthly. A lot of stations only get rated twice a year or once a year. So, depending on the yeah. market size, that that determines uh, and but but how many rating books you get. So, that's kind of how it works. So that's all I can say about that subject. Well, how about saying oh, yeah. it's time for call letter and format changes? Well, you just said yeah, it, so go on. ahead. Yeah. Let's hear Jennifer. to say. Yeah. So it's about time for that. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of May 5th. KTXCFM 104.7 La Mesa. Texas changes calls to KVLM FM, WDULAM 970, Superior, Wisconsin, changes format from sports to hot AC and changes slogan from CBS Sports Radio 970, WDUL to hot 98.1 kdnz fm 97.3 pecos texas changes slogan from pecos 97.3 to american cowboy radio wogl fm 98.1 philadelphia pennsylvania changes slogan from 98 Point one WOGL to big ninety eight point one KHHL FM one hundred three point one Carnes City Texas changes format from not available to contemporary Christian WPCM AM nine twenty Burlington Graham North Carolina changes format from sports to religious teaching WCGT FM. 88.7 changes city of license from Tidute to Clintonville, Pennsylvania. WCSJ AM 1550 changes city of license from Morris, Illinois to Salmonock. WDYS AM 1480 changes city of license from Geneva, Illinois to Salmonock. WUCH FM 96.9 changes city of license from Monterey, Tennessee to Algood. WSUN FM 97.1 Holiday, Florida changes format from modern alternative rock to tropical. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Yeah, the most interesting calls there, WDUL. Now, unless you're in Duluth, I don't think you'd want them. Oh, <laughs> what are the dull sounds? <laughs> the dull sound on your dial. The dull sound. The dull sound. I like that, Chris. That's pretty good. It's, that That is pretty good. And God, I've never even heard of that. Well, I've probably seen it. 
over the years, but I've never really paid attention to that station. Neither it's like, I. I, assume, I wonder if somewhere in the country, and it would be a good thing for a rap station, but KRAP, you know, that would be kind yeah. of an interesting call. Yep. You might huh? not be able to get it. I always, Go ahead, I always thought there should be a K-I-L-L in Death Valley, California. There should. There should. Oh, there should, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. Well, you know who, uh, you know, you you mentioned that, what you think about what's going on in the future. What do you think, if anything, are there going to be, how many other different ways can we make these stations, I mean, as far as formats are concerned? I mean, it looks like we've almost exceeded our limit, but I'm sure somebody will come up with a new twist. Can you? They always have. They they, they always they, have and they always oh. will. But that new twist will probably be the same thing. But it's sort of like like taking the, the glass of wine, right? Taking the bottle, changing the bottle, and putting the same wine in the new bottle, and then pouring it out again. I mean, you're right. How many time, How many ways can you say oldies, classic hits, um, classic rock? Oh, you know, right. How yep. many times can you? I mean. Obviously, but it, it takes a lot of work to be creative, and being creative also means uh, spending money. And a lot of times, the uh, idea of spending money is not happening these days. So, uh, and uh, next week I'll be talking about it because they they just are coming in all at once here. But we've got, and they haven't done this for a while. So we've got our first quarter of radio has already ended. So now we're into the second quarter. So I have revenue results for a few of the companies that we'll talk about next week in my radio news and you know radio says that they're that they're starving and they're hurting but the revenue is up but again compared to last year or the year before you know that's really the the big issue here but they're paying I mean, you are, you're always doing raw numbers but the thing about all of this is you know that you have to like have a base point because when you do the math because okay numbers could be up this year but are they up more than the rate of inflation because well, everybody has to make their money somewhere, and you, if all the prices are going up eight percent per year, if the ratings aren't higher than eight percent, did you really gain anything? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, let's talk about inflation, Chris. We're going to talk about inflation before we get to Bill's feature here. We're going to talk about inflation. This is an unusual year. I mean, I, my grocery bills have gone up exponentially, I and mean, when I see yep. that uh, that it does that exactly. English muffins yeah. for a package of English muffins, for example, here cost four dollars and fifty cents where a year ago they were two dollars that that's 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 a, that's a, a more than a hundred percent raise yeah. in the cost of that and when i see that my half gallon of milk that i buy was 209 last year at this time and it's now 249 that's that's uh, that's that's more than just and that's uh, with milk prices milk is not a fa- you know there's there's different laws and they keep the milk prices down so you know for a big because- five pounds they brown beef like 50 right. i mean you go to a, go yeah. to a steakhouse with they just opened the, or, or will be opening a Ruth Chris Steakhouse. That's a very good steakhouse. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of it, Chris. It's like yep. it's like Morton's in Chicago, and like uh, you know some of these other. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been to that one. I've been country. to Morton's. We have a Morton's here. Yeah, and and, and you know this is a really high priced restaurant, and uh, you know you don't get out of there without spending two or three hundred dollars for two people oh, yeah, and or more. Yeah. So so I mean it's a it's a, it is expensive, but. But now that the pandemic is ending, and it is, it is more ending, people are more willing to spend now than they were before because they and people are getting out now. So, but Bill, how about and if as we... far as like with the radio, real quick, I was just going to say on that too. 
part of the reason revenue is up because you only have one or two personalities in a market on some any given music station. So you revenue is up because you're paying fifty people instead of five hundred people. Well, that's the net. That's where the net is. The revenue is the actual money you bill. Uh, is what revenue is. That's that's the gross. Yeah. And then the net is the profit. So the net nets are going up if they can, and if, for that yeah, reason, because they've cut personnel. But that's not not revenue. You know, revenue is the gross. That's what they're talking about when they say. Well, revenue. what's going to happen now in the next few years, and and I think Bernie, you could agree with this one, is trying to find talented people who want to do radio. Everyone wants to be on television. Everyone wants to be be able be be on TV, and it's hard to find people who want to go into radio. That's why some well, of these the other, colleges... the other ahead, problem is the other problem is that radio stations aren't putting people on. They're using sweepers. They're using right uh, and, then, and, and, stuff like and, that. and they're not training people to be radio announcers anymore. But you can't learn to be a radio announcer when all you say is coming up next another forty minutes of bad stop music on the wave or something like that. You know, you don't learn to do radio that way. Is a kid going to know what a DJ is in ten years? Ten years yeah. from now, they're going to even know because kids don't even years. know. They don't know what well, you know, they don't. Yeah. And, and you look at those shows that I mentioned in the 80s. All of those shows had five or six people working, you know, either newsmen, copy editors, uh, sports guy. They had a, uh, you know, a producer. They had about six or eight jobs there. Each show, all those local shows in the morning in the 80s in Boston. Now, what do you got? How many local shows you got? And how many people are there? You know, not too many. Yeah. But at some of those radio stations that you talked about, like, for example, just give, as an example, one example, let's use the, the one that used to be, that was WODS in Boston on 103 point, was it 103.3? Yeah. That does, that, that, they have no radio announcers anymore. W, right. And a lot of stations are going that way. So what And when Dale of, Dorman was yeah, there, yeah. even in the 90s and stuff, they, they would add a crew, you know? So there yeah. you go. I, you know, I mean, the big morning they, shows, the syndicated morning shows, still have people, but the station themselves. But they're, but they're they're twenty, they're ten or however many people. But it's going to two hundred stations. That's so right. Not, so you can have your eight like people, but it doesn't it doesn't put eight people in two hundred markets. You know, right? Yeah. Again, and and again, you know, I think. You... Uh oh. Oops. Oops. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, I think Jeff just went so. Let's go ahead and do the segment on WBAP. And this one, WBAP turned 100 years old this week. And I considered them, and I went out looking for if I could find some history, or but there was really nothing there. So I picked out one of the DJs. Uh, Bill Mack, and we featured him before, and he just recently passed away. So I went back in the archive and found an interview that uh, uh, Bill Mack did with Conway Twitty. Shortly, well, I'm going to let Chris figure out the dates here. This is a Chris one. He can figure out the dates. Okay. But shortly before Conway Twitty's death, and he died in ninety three. Ninety three. Why? Didn't he die in June? Was it June? Yes, yeah, it was. June. I'm sorry. It was June. Yeah, he died in June. June fourth. Yeah. Yep. And now WBAP. Remember back before nineteen seventy did the whole swapping frequencies with WFA where because Dallas and Fort Worth both wanted to clear channel frequencies. Right, eight twenty, yeah. Five, yeah, that started in the twenties when there's a long story of why that was. 
but we don't have time. Yeah, for it that ended now. not. Did it end in seventy or seventy-one? Seventy, May first of seventy, the same day that Soul seventy-three started. So there were two format changes in BFW uh, that day. It was BAP uh, FA quitting switching and Soul Sock in seventy-three kick eighty-eight starting that format. So I think you're going to like the commercials, especially if you lived in the Dallas area. Gary, this might bring back some memories to you. Yeah. I, can, we, yeah. we I was gone from there by then. Even, yeah. We get them here in the daytime in 93 still. Even, uh, and still, you kind of can't. Well, I think Chris will tell you this date was before 1993, but okay. the, the recording was made, of course. They were talking 93 after. anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, but but he was still playing music on his on his show, and that was I think I think it was gone by then, but I'm not sure. All right, here we go. And Jeff, are you back? I can't hear Jeff. So no. Wow. All right, let's. um, Selling his Keurig. Yeah, he's still (laughs) trying. Maybe he'll be back by the time. Yeah. Ella's Beef Easters Radio Air Check and Classic TV Channel. Weather Center 820. Winds are out of the south at 15 miles per hour. Humidity is at 47%. It's mostly cloudy. 91 at DFW Airport. 90 degrees on Broadcast Hill at 305. Brett Cooper, News Center 820, WBAP. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. I know you recognize the voice. His name, Harold Jenkins. He was known as Conway Twitty. And he took that name from two towns. One in Arkansas, Conway, and the other a small town about seven miles from my home country of Shamrock, Texas. Twitty, Texas. Conway Twitty was one of the nicest people I've met in or out of show business. And his passing this morning came as a tremendous shock to me, but... My feelings just echo the feelings of millions of people. He was one of those people that it seemed everybody loved. And when I was thinking about what can I do to pay homage to an old friend, I know the radio stations, the country stations, and the pop stations all across the nation will be playing Conway Twitty and lots of it. Even the rock stations because Conway started out as a rock artist and then went over to country. To kind of get away from just his music, I thought I would share with you my last interview with Conway Twitty. You know, I can't program my own VCR. No, I'm not stupid. In fact, I'm the president of my own company. But eight out of ten of us can't program. That's what everybody called him, just plain Conway. Was a very humble person. A lot of people thought he might have been a little stuck up. No, he was humble. And even to the point of being shy. And very seldom granted interviews. And the reason for that was, it goes back to his shyness. But he also always felt that he wasn't that important. I know that seems incidental to say such a thing as that, but he did feel that way. And right now I'd like to share with you, as I said, a part of the last conversation I had with Conway when he visited my nighttime radio show. And the first thing I said is, I said, you're singing better than ever. Well, thank you. I've been working hard on it, Bill. I, about oh, five years ago, I, I kind of kind of caught myself slipping off into a trap that most of uh, my friends in this business uh, either are or have slipped off into over the years. And uh, 
it doesn't take as much energy to sing down low, you know, singing lower keys. And uh, I caught myself dropping high songs like it's only make-believe, songs like that down into a lower key. And uh, I just decided I wasn't going to fall into that trap. I, I quit smoking, for one thing. God. And I started exercising to get my lung power back up there where it was. And, and, and now I'm doing those songs back in keys. I was doing them in 30 years ago. And, feeling, and I feel like I can even do them higher. So uh, I feel real good about it. And a singer, you know, uh, I, I didn't smoke until I was about 29 years old. So I remember how it was before that. And uh, and I know it's hard sometimes for people who smoke to sit down and, and, and really know. They don't really know that it's bothering you that much until something really bad goes wrong. You know? And by then, sometimes it's too late. But as a singer, uh, you can really tell it in your throat. You can, when, it's, when it starts to bother you, you can really tell it. And uh, it took about a year and a half. About two years after I quit smoking, everything was, seemed to be back to normal. I was back singing those songs in higher keys, and my lungs were back in real good shape. So I can personally testify to the fact that quitting smoking is really good for you. And you seem like you're having more fun than ever on the road. Oh, yeah. Shoot, I still enjoy it. And uh, look forward to getting out there. You know, you get tired of it sometimes. Yeah. I don't get tired of doing what I do. I just get tired sometimes. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I still enjoy it. it, it the the, uh, the challenge is certainly there. Some of these new new dudes coming along will flat make you get out there and hustle. <laughs> and that's good. That's all right. That's okay. I like that. People see us everywhere. Conway's first claim to fame, his first big hit, and it wasn't a country hit. It's only make-believe. This is Bill Mack with memories of a special friend. Steak and Ale presents the usual dining out debate. So, uh, where should we go to dinner? You decide. Oh, uh, no, honey, you decide. No, I decided last for all the ways you drive. Available at participating Chief Auto Parts stores. Conway Twitty. Two magic words that indicated guaranteed entertainment. I asked Conway who his greatest inspirations were. Mm. That's a, that's a good question. I was influenced, you know, at an early age by people like uh, Roy Acuff and, uh, uh, and then Bill Monroe and then yeah. along came Ernest Tubb and then I think uh, uh, Eddie Arnold and Red Foley and then came Carl Smith and Webb Pierce oh, and yeah. all of that bunch. Uh, there's been so many of them. And then, of course, in the rock thing, Elvis came along and, and, and knocked me out of my shoes. I... I you know, I've been doing country music since I was about four years old. I got my first guitar and started learning how to sing country songs. But uh, I just I always did it as a hobby. I never thought I was good enough to uh, compete with the people in country music who were my heroes. And, uh, and so the thought of, of being a professional in country music just never crossed my mind. But when Elvis came along, it was a brand new music. It was a, a younger music. It was something I thought I could compete in. And he certainly was one of the most influential people in my life. And I got off into rock music first and stayed in for about 10 years. And then when I reached a point to where I thought, well, maybe I've lived long enough and uh, 
experienced enough of the things that a country song's all about. Maybe I can get in there now and, and, and sing a country song like it's supposed to be sung. And then I, I uh, reverted back to all the people who were my heroes in country music, and they all, every one of those people that I named influenced me. And you didn't have any trouble making that, uh, that uh, transition, the big move from... Uh, the so-called rock. Well, mm -hmm. in the 50s, rockabilly, more or less, and then uh, into country. I think right. your first records, uh, right off the bat, were big sellers. Yeah, the, the very, the, well, they're not big sellers, but they got played anyway. <laughs> now, we're talking about, we're talking about a, a, a point in time, Bill, and you remember well when, when uh, the people who mattered in country music, the country music uh, program directors and disc jockeys out around this country, they were very protective of country wow. music then. You did not hear a rock and roll record on a country station. You just didn't hear it. And, uh, and, and some rock and roll singer like a Conway Twitty coming over there and, and recording a song like the one you played earlier, I guess my eyes were bigger than my heart. Yeah. There were a lot of disc jockeys around this country that said, I ain't playing that. That boy's a rock singer. I ain't playing that. <laughs> and, but a few people like Bill did, so they yeah. helped me get a toehold. That burn right. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, it wasn't, it wasn't as, e it was easier than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, it would take me five or six years before, and I, because I knew country music and I knew the people in it and I knew that they didn't trust, they just didn't know that I was a country singer deep down in my soul. I was a country singer, not a, not a, I was a rock and roll singer second and a country singer first. were bigger than my heart. That was Conway's first claim to a country hit and goes back to 1965. Boy, we'll miss him, won't we? Yes, we will. When I say we, that, that encompasses so many millions and millions of people, fans, friends, etc. And we'll be back with Conway in just a moment. This is Bill Mack with memories of a special friend, Conway Twitty. So there you are driving along when you see me in my 76 Dodge Diplomat with a peeling beige Landau roof and left rear quarter panel painted in Desert Storm camo. Actually, you don't see me, per se, thanks to the fact there's a large piece of duct-taped cardboard in the space where the driver's side window once was. You wonder how I can see out of this automotive equivalent of a leisure suit and get your answer as I drift into your lane. At this moment, you decide to call American Spirit. You've heard they don't insure guys like me, so they can offer good drivers good rates. You vow to call one of their ten locations as you pull away from me and note the large piece of highway guardrail hanging from my front bumper. To find out how much you can save on your car or homeowner's insurance, call through Saturday to save you money. Now let's get back to one of the last interviews I did with my friend Conway Twitty. How's your coffee, my boy? My boy, is it all right? Good, good, <laughs> good coffee. Is there a Twitty Bird coffee? <laughs> no, no, not a Twitty Bird coffee. I remember the Conway Twitty Mobile Homes. I remember Conway the Twitty uh, Burgers. Remember uh, those? Twitty. Oh yeah, I remember that. Well, I think I still got one in the refrigerator. <laughs> and uh, I love the Twitty Bird insignia. By the way, who are some of your favorites in today's field of country entertainment? I like uh, Randy Travis. And let me see. Skip Ewing. 
Skip Ewing, yeah, a lot, uh, like Skip Ewing a lot. When he does the when he does the uh, the, the good country stuff, he, sometimes he makes it up on that fast stuff too much. <laughs> but when he does the good country stuff, he is fantastic. I like Clint Black. Yes. Yeah, there's a guy to watch. Yeah, he's a good one. He really yes. is. And uh, and I like the little guy with the funny cowboy hat. What's his name? Ricky Van Selton. Ricky yeah. Van. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> well. Uh, uh, you know, that's, that's some of them. That's not all of them. There are others that I, I like, too, but I can't think of their names right now. But uh, but they're doing good, and I like it. They're singing country music. That's what I like. You used to, you didn't do any, you didn't do any MCing on the stage at all. I still don't. You don't. No, I don't talk, in other words, on the stage. No. Uh, I learned a long time ago, Bill, that, you know, people, they might not like the way you tell a joke, right? <laughs> they would. And they might not like your philosophies or they might not like your, your political views or some of those things. But one thing you do know they like, they, they like your music or they wouldn't be there. Yes. And so that's what I do. I do the music and uh, let the music do the talking for me. that Conway's songs did do the talking for him. This is Bill Mack with memories of a special friend, Conway Twitty. Shamrock, <laughs> where the J.M. Tyndall Gin is. That's no kidding. 
Twitty, Texas. I've got him with me tonight, Harold Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm glad you came over. Oh, I've been looking forward to it. Right here in the studios with us tonight. Out of shade if I'd known you were going to be here, your beautiful wife. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah, see? I'll come in walking in looking like Butch Stalker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How you been feeling? You look fantastic. Shoot, I've been doing great, Bill. I've been feeling better than I felt since I was in my 20s. I remember we, we mentioned this briefly. Years ago when I was doing this old show, you and the Twitty Bird used to fly over with the the Twitty Birds. And I'm talking about your, your plane. You yeah. And we'd uh, communicate. And you never did teach me to fly the Twitty Bird. You told me one time <laughs> you'd teach me. Yeah. We used to call you from about 30,000, 35, 40,000 feet up there. Yeah. And, and uh, at late at night, sometimes we'd be heading out or going back toward Oklahoma. when I lived in Oklahoma City. Right. And uh, we talked to you from 40,000 feet. Conway Twitty. As I mentioned, he had many, many friends and countless fans. This is Bill Mack with memories of a special friend, Conway Twitty. Memorial Day is a day filled with color. The green of fresh grass, the fold of marching bands, the yellow of mustard, and of course, plain old red, white, and blue. So don't forget to pick up fresh film at Albertsons. Flash and batteries, too. And afterwards, bring your film back for processing. Albertsons Photoshop uses the Kodak... Twitty was groomed for stardom. He made a few motion pictures, none of which were Academy Award winners. As a matter of fact, he really didn't care too much for the picture business. Went into the rock field in the beginning, as we mentioned, and uh, became a big star internationally. He was, of course, a giant in the United States, but he was equally as big overseas, and especially in England and Ireland and Germany. But his first love was country music. And Conway Twitty could sing a great country song. He had his share of million sellers. When it comes to your own songs, uh, Conway, which which are your personal favorites? Mm, my favorite song. Well, it's just, I just like depending on what kind of mood you're in. You know, if you're in a boogie woogie mood, you know, it might be one song. If you if you want to sit down and listen to some uh, some gospel music, you know, it might be clinging to a saving hand, which we're going to play here in a little bit. I recorded one that Bill Bill wrote. Uh, or you know, it might if I want to sit down and listen to a love song. It might be a Hello Darling or uh, uh, it's according to what kind of mood you're in. Conway Twitty passed away way before his time. How many times have you heard that said in a sad incident such as this? I could say, as is often is said, again in such cases as this, Conway Twitty's songs will live forever, and they will. Our Conway Twitty will never be forgotten, and he won't. But the thing I would like to say special, as far as I'm concerned, about the man himself, is that Conway Twitty was one of those nice people that made life just a little bit better because 
he happened to take the time to say, Hello, darling, or hi. Here's a song that Conway mentioned a while ago that I wrote, and he considered it his favorite gospel song as we say goodbye to a very special friend. again, president of Connect Long Distance. You know, I know first staff, sportscasters, home and farm economists, financial analysts, along with nationally famous news commentator Paul Harvey, and comments on our world with Jim Hightower. This power-packed hour starts each weekday at high noon, and we call it Hello, Texas. This is your Hello, Texas host, Don Day, urging you to join us Monday through Friday at high noon for the ultimate radio news hour. Hello, Texas. You'll hear it only on the station to depend on Total Radio 820 WBAP. scattered showers or thunderstorms this evening. Staff meteorologist Scott Chesner says rain could pop up in a few spots. Scott's complete forecast follows the news. Conway Twitty made hit music that spanned four decades, but today Conway Twitty's life ended at a hospital in Springfield, Missouri. WBAP announcer Bill Mack was a longtime friend of Twitty. He was stunned by the news. Been in this business for 40 years, and it's the biggest shock I've heard uh, well, since Elvis, of course. Conway was, um, he was a health addict. He, he worked out, he didn't smoke, he didn't drink. And uh, he took pride in the fact that he did take care of his body. But this was one of those things that happened. Conway Twitty was a successful rock singer in the 50s before converting to country music. He performed last night in Branson, Missouri and collapsed later on his bus. Doctors say an abdominal aneurysm led to his death. And she knew I saw right through her Conway Twitty was 59. U.N. peacekeepers have clashed with Somali street fighters in a day-long battle that killed 28 people, including at least three. Well, there you go. There's there a feature on WBAP. And we, while, while okay, we were gone, died, Jeff. He died, go ahead. He died June 5th, 1993, right. and it was that day that Bill Mack was originally talking. We go back to you know, June 5th, 1993. Well, he was, he was certainly well... In 1973, I was just attending Syracuse University, and he had the song, uh, we, We've Never Been This Far Gone. What was the name of that song? Never Been, uh, this, never far been, this, never far been this Far Before. And it, we talked about it. The professor that I had in the Newhouse School of Communications said that was, he felt that was very controversial, which it was at back then in 73. Yeah. It was quite, it was quite was. controversial. And there were stations that did not want to play it, but it was played in Syracuse. So it was played where I was. Now, of course. 
Now, the interview, of course, was done earlier, but yeah, with the Bill Mack narration where he was saying, let's go back with June 5th, 93. And I remember some of those names. Don Day, he did the Hello Texas for. Yeah, Don Day was there for, uh, for years. I mean, he was there for 15, 20 years. Yeah, he was never left in those days. Met him. Nobody ever left. Kathy met who? Conway Twitty. She went to a uh, show down in Providence, and I think it was uh, her and uh, our friend Brenda. This is before I was married to her. She was married to uh, Charlie at that time, but this is 75. And they went in, and uh, Loretta was there, Loretta Lynn, but she only sang a couple songs. She had a headache, and she didn't feel well, so Conway took the rest of the their spot on the show it was a shower of stars kind of thing i think marty robbins was there too and they met him and they met conway and he said can i pat the dogs you know wanted to pat the guy dogs so that was kind of nice you know and the interesting thing with conway what people don't realize too he had a lot of hits on his own but he had a lot of duets obviously loretta with most of them yeah and then he had a, he yep. even had a duet with his daughter uh, yes. and he was also a baseball player did you yes, know that? he was oh yeah, yeah. Harold jenkins minor leaguer do you know what organization he was with perry I don't. Uh, I don't, but I'll find out. Yeah. Okay, we'll find that out. No, Charlie Pryor also. Oh, yeah, they well. And Bill Mack had a lot of people that dropped by just like that in the middle. I mean, they were coming through town in the middle of the night, and they just dropped through, and he, he saved all those interviews and did them as tributes. Well, and in a lot of ways, that. in a lot of ways, what people don't know is that Bill Mack, um, obviously talent is, is one thing, but Bill Mack is one of the big reasons that singer Leanne Rhymes made Made it big. Yeah, he, he really he promoted wrote several her. Uh, country songs back in the day too. So. Yeah, he was and, a songwriter, and that was and, and that was it. right in the day. They were doing, I believe, the transition kind of. They were starting to do talk, but they were still playing some music. I think because yeah, I, I wasn't living there. That, but, yeah, uh, they were doing the. T- you could get them here in the daytime, time, and that's that whole. That total radio eight twenty, yeah. and they were kind of they were playing music. Hal J was still playing music in the morning, and then they were do- Bill Mack was still doing it at night. You know, and it was. I just want to know: you is know, Blue Bell ice cream as good as their commercials? Because I was like, when I hear <laughs> it, it is, I like it their commercials. It's, it's is. good ice cream. I like. I would it. recommend it. And, you know. and no, don't don't, and, don't say that from some from someone from New England because the ice cream <laughs> you drink you, you eat up there is hood ice cream. Everyone knows that. Oh, hood is good. Henry's is good too. That's another kind we got up here. And, those well, commer- and, well, well, and in the Midwest, of course, it's Blue Bunny. All right, let's move on, guys. Come on, let's move. <laughs> <laughs> the commercials are great. The commercials here in an Albertsons commercial in Texas because Albertsons you don't find them. Down here, much anymore. anymore. So, yeah, the interesting thing with Bill Mack, though, is when he had passed away, I was listening to uh, Red Eye Radio, which is, of course, WBAP now. And uh, Eric Harley, one of the hosts, was Bill Mack's producer, you know, before they, yeah, on his show. And he said, Boy, what people don't know about Bill Mack is he said, If you think he was a good guy. He said, times it by 100, because he said he was that and even better. Okay. All right. Let's. Well, all right. Let's go to Tampa, Florida, right, Jeff? That's right. right. Okay, let's go. Let's go to Tampa. Let's welcome Bernie back, because now we can get <laughs> back into his music. Jeff, Jeff left. Jeff, I oh, left yeah. But, but, but Zoom yeah, cut Jeff. me off, because they were trying to sell me an ad to buy Zoom, and I, that was exactly <laughs> what they did. I'm, oh, that's, there I, you go. That's the last thing I saw on my screen, is uh, we're offering you a discount, and it is actually a very good deal. No. Oh. Well, then, but there you go. Um, but we're going to go to Tampa, what, 1973, Jeff? 73. That's 1973, and then at the very end, you get to hear two. I, I follow Chris's uh, suggestion, but rather than doing a full jingle package, you'll get to hear two 
of my favorite jingles from the Living Radio series from 1960. Well, here okay. you go. All right. This week in my classic air check segment, we're traveling to Tampa, Florida, and we're going to listen to radio station WFLA AM. The station transmits on a frequency of 970. Today, the station is a talk radio station. However, back in the day, the station was a top 40 radio station. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Paul Dixon, and the date of this air check was April 1st, 1973. As you listen to this air check, listen to the lightning static heard because it was recorded off an AM radio. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WFLA AM from April 1st, 1973 on this week's edition of All Things Radio live. WFLA Happy Birthday Super Weekend. It's 12.15. Paul Dixon here, and we're doing it again like we did last summer. Remember that? Yeah, well, that's one of them, too, and uh, we won't tell you until we get up to that point what number that is on the Top 300 Countdown. It's the original Top 300. The songs that you... 300 Countdown. It's the original Top 300. The songs that you voted, the all-time hits of all time. And uh, and that was a little redundant, wasn't it? We have some uh, weather here that you should be advised of. A tornado watch will be in effect for the uh, the next hour. Tornado watch for the Florida West Coast, including all of the Tampa Bay metropolitan area. And, of course, that means small craft advisories are in effect. And the rest of the weather looks like uh, low tonight in the middle 60s with a high temperature tomorrow in the upper 70s. And uh, north, uh, not north, but westerly winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Rain probability is obviously six chances out of 10 this afternoon. Once again, a tornado watch is in effect. And uh, if you don't know what a tornado watch is, don't feel badly because I didn't either. I used to think that meant they saw a tornado. No, it doesn't. It means that uh, conditions are very good for a tornado to occur. Tornado warning is when they actually cite a tornado. So just stay in the house and dig the top 300 and everything will be all right, hopefully. WFLA brings back that feeling. All right, it's Adventures on the new 97 WFLA Super Weekend. Number 133, walk, don't run. Coming, top 300 countdown, number 132, Nelson. 97, WFLA, Super Weekend. One, two, three, four. Number 131 on the Super Weekend countdown from the new 97 WFLA, Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Watch it, now watch it. I wonder what that means. Paul Dixon on the new 97 WFLA Happy Super Weekend Time. Happy Birthday Super Weekend Time 1223. And if you're wondering what's going on, we're repeating the original Top 300. The hits of all time. The hits that you asked to hear. Hello, everybody. WFLA Super Weekend. Number 130 on the Top 300 Original Countdown. Memories you gave me. Dean Martin. You can't beat the memories you gave of me. Take one fresh and tender kiss. Memories are made of this. 
That's what it's all about. Memories are made of this on a new 97 WFLA Happy Birthday Super Weekend at 1228. If you're looking for the best TV, stereo, or appliance market in town, you've got 14 hours to get it. Because Kennedy and Cohen is having their one-of-a-kind 14-hour sale right now. These are all top brands. They're winners like GE, RCA, Sony, Whirlpool, and Zenith. Backed up by an award-winning service team you won't find anywhere else. We've got instant credit, and we'll deliver, or you can take it with you. Kennedy and Cohen's 14-hour sale. Kennedy and Cohen's warehouse overstock sale today and save on values like a Whirlpool dryer. It's just $73.77 with the purchase of any Whirlpool washer today at Kennedy and Cohen, Gandhi at Manhattan, Tampa. Open till 10 o'clock tonight and see the paper for details. <laughs> Luke's back in town. Big Luke looks like he needs something. Barkeep, I need a root beer. Draw one and push it down the bar to me, like always. Yes, sir, Big Luke. In case you need more. Every time you fill up with eight gallons or more at a participating BP station, you get one smile glass free. Fill the collection. You might need it. Offer void were prohibited. Leslie Gore checks in with number 129 on the original Top 300 as 97 WFLA's Happy Weekend continues in just two minutes. WFLA Tampa, serving Tampa, St. Petersburg, Clearwater. Good afternoon, this is Paul Dixon with the WFLA 1230 report. A tornado watch continues in effect until 1 o'clock for the Florida West Coast, including all of the Tampa Bay metropolitan area. In national and international news, six persons are reported dead from two tornadoes in the Abbeville area of South Carolina. Six bodies have been recovered from a downtown Cincinnati building wrecked by an explosion. Meat boycott week has begun at many households across the United States as shoppers charge that meat prices are too high despite the new federal ceilings. The extra U.S. prisoner released by the communist in Vietnam, Army Captain Robert White, headed for Clark Air Base in the Philippines after he was set free in the Mekong Delta. President Tu of South Vietnam is due at L.A. International Airport late this afternoon on his way to the San Clemente White House for talks with the president. WFLA Sports in Action, the rain-delayed third round of the Greater Greensboro, North Carolina Open Golf Tournament is underway in a light mist. The round, put off from yesterday because of rain, was supposed to begin about 6 a.m. Temperature for the Bay Cities, 71 degrees. And at 12.33, this is WFLA News. Paul Dixon, happy birthday weekend. Join the celebration on a 97 WFLA Super Weekend. And now, here's more of the most popular music of all time. Top 300. Countdown. It's my party and I'm proud. I want to. I want to. Ah, yes. It's your party. And 
you can laugh if you ought to because it's your top 300, the original top 300 that you're hearing on this new 97 WFLA Happy Birthday Super Weekend, 1237 with Dixon. And uh, Bobby Benton will check in with his winning record in just a moment. No, not a 71 model, not a 72 model. All are 1973 Stone Buick no-mileage, low-mileage cars, originally ordered for several major leasing accounts. They were overshipped. All are equipped with factory air power options. Stone department heads have driven a few of these, and they have low mileage. Others have no mileage. Yes, all models, including the Riviera, Electra, and Le Sabre, all are 1973 Buicks. See why the Buick you own should come from Stone, whether you lease or own. 97. Vinton checking in with number 128 on the original all-time top 300 with Dixon. New 97 WFLA Happy Birthday Super Weekend time is 1241. Jack Hayward here. Now you're in Florida, don't miss the chance to combine an ocean cruise with a three-day visit to fabulous Freeport Lucaya on Grand Bahama Island for as little as $36. Just a short cruise from Miami on board the luxury liner MV Freeport. Stay at one of the fine hotels in Freeport Lucaya. Shop in the fascinating International Bazaar, then back to Miami on an ocean of fun aboard the MV Freeport. Call your travel agent and pop on over. If you have a stereo 8-track tape player, you can have a stereo FM in your car or boat. And have beautiful stereo FM on the go thanks to Lafayette. It's the AudioVox FM8, the size of an 8-track tape powered by the player, no more 9-volt batteries. Pop it in and play. It has AFC, a local distance switch, stereo indicator, an antenna Y connector. Nothing extra to buy. This week only at the Lafayette store near you in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater. The FM8 complete for just $29.95. Price good through Saturday only at Lafayette. Where else? 97. WFLA means music. You'd like a copy of all the records you're hearing on the top 300? Call the WFLA listen lines in Pinellas 442-3171 and Hillsboro 229-1973. Pretty woman. Pretty woman. A little extra time, so how about for all you jingle collectors, some rare jingles that you don't hear anymore from Pam's. These were made in 1960s in Series 15. The series was known as Living Radio. Here are my two favorite cuts from this jingle package. Well, there you 
you go. Jingles from Pam's of Dallas, Series 15, their Living Radio Series. And we started things off by listening to an air check of radio station WFLA AM and their radio announcer Paul Dixon on April 1st, 1973. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. There you go. Okay. Okay. By the way, uh, if, if, was, you, if you... Uh, go ahead, Barry. Oh, sorry. That was, that was very interesting. I was sometimes not clear on whether or not it was a new format for the station... Or if they were replaying a top three hundred that they had done before, I think both. Then they, incorpor- like. then they yeah. incorporated it with "Happy Birthday Super Week." Yeah, I imagine they started about the I beginning of April from year or another. Did he, another, say, they didn't didn't say, he say at one point? I think very early on, he said, "This is our original top three hundred countdown." Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, it, yeah but he, he didn't did. say from what year or when they did it. So I think no. I think they were struggling. I think at that point in '73, people were, were they they saw people leaving in droves for FM, and they would they were well, I think it sounded kind of desperate. Actually, to tell you the truth, yeah, because it, it sounded like yeah, he did say a result, and so I thought, okay, so this must have been the top 300 that they put together before, but they made it sound like it was based on your votes. Now, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Yeah. So. But then we had 299 listings. So. And by the way, Chris, I do right. have that complete package, and sometime we will we will feature it on All Things Radio. So Yeah, okay. Um, um, I, the one I like, the, the commercial I like, because I was in Florida from May to August of 73 with Social Security in Fort Lauderdale. You should be going to Kennedy and Oh, Colin I remember. We had those stories, yeah. too. I remember Did you, those. too? Yeah. Down there? Okay. yeah, we had them in I Texas. Find- yeah. I want to find the seventy-three dollar washer and dryer. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I wonder if it lasted seventy-three days. That's what I wonder if it was that cheap. I don't know. And, and I'll bet in that news story, I'll bet when they said the meat prices were high, I'll bet they haven't seen the ones oh, today. Oh, they'd be rioting <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, try to buy a steak today. I, I'm so sick of eating chicken, but you know, it's it's either either eat chicken or not be able to afford to buy buy the groceries sometimes. That's that's how that's how it's going. So. Yeah. Look for well, look for those sales. Look for those sales with the steak, Jeff. I do. Look for those sales. I do. By the way, guys, in the next segment, and I want I want to because I know we don't we don't really end the show with it, but I want to ask you guys to think about this for next week is how they've comported or, the, or promoted this new change for ninety seven X because when they that cockers have to, let's give you a little background. They had to sell the two stations in, in Orlando and and uh, Tampa St Petersburg because of. The ownership cap limits when the radio company changed ownership cox is now owned by apollo global management and that, since that change of ownership they had they weren't grandfathered with the original ownership rule so they had a change so they sold the radio station and so they sold two stations but they still liked the idea and, the, and wsu and fm was quite successful for them may not have been number one of the ratings but they did well with it so this is how they promote it, and I think this is the, really the way radio is going to be going at some point. Okay. Sounds interesting. Okay. And Sounds just like it, yeah. Uh, well, we'll listen to it here in just a moment, but I want to thank everybody on the panel for participating. 
the listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And One of my just, favorite years coming up with Tim, 1961. Good stuff. All right around yeah. the spring of 61. Good sixth grade Great. for me. So there you go. We're also going to remind you that we have a podcast First. called Legend Old. Uh, well, you can go to Legend Oldies and click on it and listen to the podcast from All Things Radio, or you can type in All Things Radio in your favorite podcatcher, and you can listen to this again, or if you weren't able to listen to the show, you can listen to the podcast, because Jeff will have it up shortly. So, I think you can also build it. I think you can also do it for those who have their... A devices, you can you can do it there too. Oh yeah, you have to you have to say play all things radio, uh, the all things radio podcast from TuneIn or so. Um, yeah, because when you say from Apple Podcasts, it doesn't work. You have to tell your lady to play all things radio podcast from TuneIn. I just used Overcast. And if you also have a, a Victor Stream, you, it's there already. Or you can search for yeah, it as well. Right. You can get yep. Victor Stream too. Yeah. Or you can listen to it. And Perry, you can fill him in on this. If you're in the phone world, right? You just call seven seven three five seven two three zero zero six. And for this particular show, I believe it is. Is it seven, Bill? Yeah, it's eight. It's eight, eight. eight, and then Coffee Club is seven, and Sports Lounge Live is nine. So the your talk shows are all right there on the bottom row. And yep. I yep. guess the thing to remember is that. If you're listening and maybe something distracts you and you gotta go or you're gonna you can come back and and if you're on that same phone, you can pick it up right where you left off. That's right. So there you go, with some ways to listen to that. And so do a great job. So Jeff, here's your feature f- f- what do you call it? Ninety seven X from Florida. But we know where it's from, so here we go, and thank you. This week, in my featured station segment, we're traveling to the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, and we're going to listen to radio station 97X. With the purchase of 97.1 WSUM by Spanish Broadcasting Systems, 97X has moved to a translator, an HD subchannel, iHeartRadio, and their own streaming application as well. The station is owned and operated by Cox Media, and they program an alternative rock format. Before we listen to 97X as it is today, let's listen to how the station promoted the change of frequency and location for the radio station. Looking for 97X? We've moved. That's right, 97X will no longer be heard at 97.1 FM. But don't worry, 97X will still be playing your favorite artists and putting on the biggest shows. Like 97X Next Big Thing. Here's how you can find us. In Pinellas County, flip over to 97.5 FM. Everywhere else, including Newport, Ritchie, Riverview, and the rest of Tampa, tune in to 101.5 HD2. Don't know how to find an HD2 channel? We didn't either. Check out the how-to videos at 97xonline.com or stream us on your favorite app like the 97X app, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and TuneIn. And listen to us everywhere. Oh, and heads up. You're going to want to be listening to 97X. In May, we're giving away a flyaway to the When We Were Young Festival in Las Vegas. Don't miss a second of your favorite radio station. More details at 97xonline.com. 97X, Tampa Bay's new alternative. My sweet summer's gone. Now my sweet summer's gone. Here we go. 
1. Tampa Bay's new alternative is WPOI 101.5 HD2 St. Petersburg. W248CA St. Petersburg. WWRM HD2 Tampa. Hey, this is Brennan from Panic at the Disco. This is 97X. If I was just a Hey, this is Brennan from Panic at the Disco, and this is 97X. You've got one in every room. Stream us now on your smart speaker. Tampa Bay's new alternative, 97X, on the iHeartRadio app. (laughs) 97X, the newest newest alternative starts here. The Lumineers, where we are. Where we are. From Shade, just wanted to let you know that 97X is one of our favorite radio stations. You can listen on 97.5 if you're in St. Pete, or if you're in Tampa, or anywhere else, you can listen on 101.5 HD2. Or if you're like us, you can stream 97X anywhere you want. Just go like it on the iHeartRadio app. The home of all your favorite bands and artists will always be 97X. We're bringing you a night of good vibes and acoustic tunes to remember. And I can see it in the past like I feel it in my mind. Sweetwater 425 sessions with Grammy winners and St. Pete locals. Soja, presented by 97X. Janice Live, April 29th. But the only way into this exclusive event is by getting to one of our Sweetwater 420 ticket drops. Listed right now at 97xonline.com. It's an intimate acoustic evening with Soja. Sponsored by Sweetwater 420. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Only from 97X. Tampa Bay's new alternative. Live, live from the Gold and Diamond Source Studios. This is Tampa is Bay's, Tampa new, Bay's alternative. new alternative. 97X. Bluetooth is your friend. Stream 97X on whatever device is near you. is my number one preset. Tampa Bay's new alternative. (laughs) 97X, the newest newest alternative starts here. Florence and the Machine, my love. This is Dave from Glass Animals, and this is 97X, Tampa Bay's new alternative. Tampa Bay's new alternative, 97X, on the iHeartRadio app. The 7X app is where it's at. Tampa Bay's new alternative. 
wrong way. You hear that? That's the sound of your favorite experience returning. And this time, we're not just filling Mahaffey Theater with craft brews. 97X presents the craft experience, craft beer, and cocktails. Sample over 100 varieties of craft beers, cocktails, wine, seltzers, and ciders for only 45 bucks. And this year, featuring a live performance from Giovanni and the Hired Guns. Tickets are only 45 bucks and are available at themahaffey.com. Start making that pretzel necklace and save the date. May 22nd, the Mahaffey Theater. The 97X Craft Experience. Craft beer and cocktails. Tickets are only 45 bucks. What band has been around for almost 40 years and still kicks ass at every live show? You gotta keep them separated. Yep, the offspring. And Bud Light is hooking you up with tickets to see them at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino on May 6th. You'll get tickets, and you might even get passes to the exclusive Bud Light soundcheck party where you can meet the band. But there's only one way to get in. Head to the Bud Light hookup ticket drop at Skinny's on US-19 in Hudson on Friday, April 29th. Give away a pair of tickets every 15 minutes, and select winners will score sound check party passes. It's the 97X Bud Light hookup with the offspring. More info at 97xonline.com. Only from Bud Light and 97X, Tampa Bay's new alternative. Three, two, one. Let's get back to the music. Sponsored by Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys. Call 1 800 747 3. That's 1 800 747 Here we go. Tampa Bay's new alternative is WPOI 101.5 HD2 St. Petersburg. W248CA St. Petersburg. WWRM HD2 Tampa. Hey, this is Sam from Bastille. This is 97X. Yo, remember when we were kids? Hey, this is AJR and this is 97X. What's up? This is Tyler and Josh from the band 21 Pilots. 97X is our new alternative. from the Revivalists here. It's me, Bishop Briggs. Hey, what's up? This is Alex from All Time Low, and our favorite station is 97X. I just wanted to let you know that 97X is one of our favorite radio stations. You can listen on 97.5 if you are in St. Pete. In Tampa and everywhere else, it's 101.5 HD2. Or, or you can just do what we do, stream 97X anywhere, like on the iHeartRadio app. Love you so much, 97X. We love you. We'll see you soon. The home of all your favorite bands and artists will always be 97X. Well, there you go. 97X serving Tampa and St. Petersburg, Florida, and all over the world on the internet. Notice how this radio station is really de-emphasizing listening to the radio station on the radio itself, but rather listening to them on their streaming applications. The question here, is this the future of radio? I really believe it is the future of radio, and radio as we know it is certainly going to be changing. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. 
This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.